Uh, hi, I'm uh, Bert Bruggeman, CEO of Gefira Solutions. Uh, we are a technology advisory firm uh, based in Silicon Valley uh, with an uh, expansion agenda for uh, the African continent, uh, looking to uh, participate, drive, and uh, 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 create innovation solutions in the hardware space. Welcome to the African Tech Roundup, Bert. Thank you very much, Andile. Glad to meet you and uh, happy to be on the program that I listen to uh, so often on the highways in Silicon Valley. Wow. You know, you said that to me off mic, and it's very generous of you to say it again on mic. Um, we, have a, we have a common uh, fr- a friend in Stephen Ozigbo, who, of course, I was very humbled to know, put you onto the podcast, and now you're listening to it too. It's, it's kind of sometimes a little weird meeting people who who uh, um, listen as closely as, as you do because we've already had chats about stuff I've said and <laughs> it's kind of weird but also wonderful. Yeah, uh, and I'm very, very happy to meet, uh, to meet you and uh, uh, I mean, see the face behind the voice that I got accustomed to over, uh, over the last year. Well, thank you again. Now, you've got the unique privilege of running an organization that services very large existing um, I mean, huge, big brand names. I mean, we won't drop any, but um, just as, think as big as you like in terms of like Silicon Valley tech uh, on one hand, and then really two, three-person startups with hardware needs. You, you're the get-it-done man. Uh, tell me what that experience has been like in a place like Silicon Valley, which many people think of really as, for better or for worse, really the, the epicenter of, of global tech. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily uh, special, uh, innovative, or awkward the way things happen uh, in, in in Silicon Valley. It's uh, it's people, smart people, uh, that work in small companies or large companies that uh, have problems uh, technically, operationally, uh, commercially, business-wise to transform that idea uh, into into a product, into manufacturing. So they're struggling with the same problems. And uh, through our experiences, we have, we have methods, uh, we have tools, we have partnerships that assist in, in solving them. So it's a very practical, hands-on approach uh, by which we operate and, and serve uh, the two, three-person startup uh, that's trying to get money or has some money and uh, wants to shine in front of their investors, or the bigger multinational that's struggling with very specific hardware technology innovation programs that needs similar solutions Uh, they may be big but they may not know all the tools or have all the insights or uh, have become a little bit too stiff to see uh, to see the solutions by which they got big yeah and so how's it do you how is it do you think that um, the word technology has become almost synonymous with software and uh, being a hardware man um, what do you see as problematic with that strange fetish that many of us myself myself included if i'm honest um tend to to nurture well i i I don't think there's anything anything bad bad with it uh but you do have to clarify these days i I just met met a person here uh, uh 10 minutes before the interview and she was talking about the technology she was in and he was using technology and with her technology company so i had to clarify what that really meant and uh uh uh, so it was a software a coding type of to, uh, application, and again, there is nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, uh, as long as we keep realizing that technology solutions 
are more than software. Uh, I mean, there's typically hardware behind it. And uh, hardware solutions these days do, do have a sizable software component. So I see some, some level of, uh, of convergence uh, 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 happening, uh, of course. People talk about smart, connected hardware. Uh, and, and I think that, that that's great, that's good. Uh, and it, it's in that combination that, that firms like ours uh, strive and, and work on. We, at the end of the day, we do help in making things, uh, which goes beyond writing code on a laptop. So we like to get our hands dirty in, uh, in prototype labs, working with machines, getting it into factories, ramping those lines, and solving those kind of problems. I suppose w when I asked the question, I thought of what's often, you know, lines that are often bandied about at industry conferences that I frequented in the past. This idea of Africa being in this position to potentially leapfrog technologies because of mobile. or I, fi I personally find it problematic because um, I don't know how, if at all, you can leapfrog electricity or access to fresh running water or or good healthcare or education, for example. And, um, and, and I feel that helping people have a more healthy and more nuanced understanding of what technology and what it exists to achieve is quite important in helping us avoid oversimplifying you know, what's required to solve Africa's problems. What do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, ab absolutely true. Um, there's clearly a first big wave that, that's going over the African continent that's driven by the software technology, if, if you will. Uh, it's easier to get started with. The investment levels are typically smaller. Um, uh, the time to a return uh, uh, potentially quicker. Uh, so it, perhaps naturally that uh, this is how the innovation wave did, did start. On the other hand, uh, I think it's very clear that uh, we can't app our way out of all the problems on the continent. We can't app our way into employing uh, tens of millions of people uh, in, in, in jobs that will be needed as the, as the continent grows. So we have to get our hands dirty. We have to build products. Uh, we have to build uh, infrastructure that deals with creating electricity, uh, improving water supply, even in Cape Town. I have not heard any idea in this two-day two conference about entrepreneurs talking about how they will uh, assist, alleviate uh, problems like we're currently having in, in Cape Town, either today or in the future. You're referring, obviously, to the, to the water plus supply problem. Um, an unprecedented water shortage this region is seeing. Um, <laughs> and you're right. Uh, it's the last thing on our minds. That, that's right. So, uh, so we, we need to start adding hardware technology to the narrative of technology in Africa. And uh, that, that's where we come into play, uh, where we can bring technology, uh, hardware technology, uh, to the African entrepreneur that I believe has a very unfair advantage of being extremely close to the problems that many communities uh, face. Uh, they'll have the most, the highest level of empathy to solve them. But we have to give them technology. We have to give them hardware insights that exist internationally. We can bring that here in the process, nurture their skills, and have them produce with more makers' capabilities. Uh, these, these prototype uh, 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 products, these initial outputs, and then invest in infrastructure to actually make it. The output of all of this should be factories that participate in the supply chain locally 
uh, and not get outsourced from the continent so that we then have to import it. So I really see that as a, as a second wave. Technology in Africa 2.0, if you will. Let's bring hardware in the equation, uh, solve tough problems with local ingenuity, and have participation in the supply chain uh, once that got, uh, got achieved. So you've obviously benefited from the, the good work uh, of, of Stephen's uh, organization, Lions Africa in Silicon Valley. And uh, I, I raise it because um, the commitment level I've observed in you, which is admirable, by the way, in immersing yourself in the, in the context of this beautiful and very large and very nuanced continent has been, it's been incredible, actually, to, to observe. Um, Talk me through the process of how someone like you, who is so attuned, and quite frankly, from a business perspective, doesn't need to 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 stray into our space. Talk me through the the process of you coming to terms with what the issues here are, and how you might be of service here, and how you might actually go as you know, I'd go as far as saying adding value and, and do business here. Yeah. Well, thank th- thank you for that uh, n- nice comment. Uh, I, I started with a few visits uh, to, to, to Africa, to South Africa, Zambia, um, and, and, and observing uh, two, two worlds, a world of sophistication uh, in Cape Town, uh, but also observing other parts of South Africa, Zambia, even in Zimbabwe, where, where things are not as sophisticated. Uh, and coming back to Silicon Valley, sitting in coffee shops over there, uh, talking with uh, entrepreneurs, uh, talking with people that invent uh, uh, products that sometimes miss that connection to solving these type of problems that I saw. Um, at some point, uh, an entrepreneur was very excited to talk to me about a coffee cup that had artificial intelligence that uh, would keep the temperature at your preferred temperature that would learn from your behaviors uh, while admirable and and sophisticated in its engineering uh, imagine that type of energy and and thought and and even money being applied to uh, creating a water supply uh, improvements uh, uh, in places that we're talking about or improving electricity for certain communities so I, I think it's those type of visits and seeing some of those disconnects that uh, got me motivated to uh, to kind of start taking a, 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 a deeper look into what uh, what goes on in Africa. I was very lucky to get acquainted with uh, ATF and with Stephen, and he drove me even harder, kind of understanding the, uh, the 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 nuances. And it's like I'm personally perhaps a little bit more adventurous than uh, than uh, than uh, maybe the, uh, the the classical or the traditional uh, Silicon Valley entrepreneur. Uh, I could go sit in boardrooms for the next 20 years in Silicon Valley and uh, do great things and, and participate in, in, in value creation that way. Could do that. Do I want to do that? Uh, perhaps the next 20 years I can, I can bring my talents and my, uh, my company's talents and services to bear in this, in this environment and, and solve problems and bring value in a very different way um, uh, that, that I see are needed here and make money and create uh, social value as well. Kind of that combination is really what started motivating me to spend more and more time here. And so given all that, what what in your experience has been or is the most commonly misunderstood thing about Africa corporately 
and perhaps uniquely, more uniquely, the markets you, you've, you've set eyes on, or perhaps even things that you have started to assimilate from a distance through you know, speaking to the right people, having conversations with people from certain places, or listening to our podcast, for example. What would you say is the most commonly held uh, uh, misconception in Silicon Valley about us? Well, I mean, I, I think it's the, the, the expected one, perhaps from, from your side, which is people don't get beyond their TV screen or behind their, uh, or beyond their, uh, the news flashes they see on their laptops or, or mobile phones. It's, it's Africa, it's, 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 uh, it's corruption, it's violence. It's those type of things, which is just part of that is true, but there is so much more that's beyond those headlines uh, I, I think that still remains a very big uh, misconception uh, uh, in, in the environment of, of Silicon, Silicon Valley and probably in other places in, in, in the world. But when you start explaining and you start talking about uh, places like uh, Cape Town, uh, these, these type of conferences, uh, the, the emerging VC private equity uh, uh, landscape, make them listen to podcasts of African Tech Roundup, uh, that view changes quickly. Actually, people get excited. Uh, it, it's not. It's not a very difficult thing to change that. As l- once you start talking about it and, and start showing them different different aspects. Um, so I, I, I also find that that uh, these smart people and entrenched people and maybe looking a little bit unidirectional, you can you can change those viewpoints and and create excitement. Yeah. And so for yourself, what, what do you see as the next obvious actionable step in acting on your desire to, to do everything you've described so far? Yeah. So, I mean, we're obviously in the beginning of our adventure of, of expanding and, and deploying. Uh, we're looking for relationships. We're looking for networks. And obviously, we're looking for our first clients. Um, uh, let's not be mistaken. Uh, I'm a capitalist. Uh, we're here to make money. And do many other good things as well. So it's looking for for those connections. We have a few first projects we're working on already uh, to bring uh, more makers capabilities uh, uh, to the continent, and we're reaching out to partnerships uh, with uh, with uh, local commercial and and, and governmental uh, parties to start turning that into into reality. So we have a first few uh, of those. And at what level are, are you looking to deploy these makers' capabilities? Do you think, like, are you targeting enterprise? Are you targeting the you know startup founding scene? We're planning to start on on the on the uh, startup scene. Uh, one, I think, one of the big glaring uh, opportunities here is to have. Uh, if you just look at Waterfront 17 here, uh, why wouldn't we put a second uh, floor on top of the building? where uh, people now have access to a variety of uh, machines, CNC machines, laser cutters, uh, sewing machines, advanced drilling machines, you name it. Second floor on top of it, uh, the first floor really takes care of the office and the laptop and IT infrastructure. Or the software. Or the software. So, I mean, that would be a physical embodiment of what I'm describing. Your approach is so refreshingly straightforward. Uh, I'm myself very practical uh, we're action-oriented um, when we see problems and we see ways by which we can go after them. We, we execute, we do things, we make things. Yeah? Oh, that's excellent. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you, Bert. Thank you so much for being on the African Tech Roundup. Um, now you get the, 
the dubious privilege of listening to to me chat to you <laughs> so in some t- sometime soon in the future as you're driving the streets of uh, of silicon valley yeah i'm i'm, I'm sure i'll i'll do that uh, just traffic jams are just waiting uh, for me to spend my time uh, more uh, more wisely and uh, and effectively uh, but it will be a little weird listening to myself. But it'll actually be quite fun, I think, for you. Yeah, thank you so much, Andile. I appreciate meeting you and uh, and participating in, in what goes on in Africa through your channels. Absolute pleasure, and you're absolutely welcome to.